Hey, it's Nick. You're listening to your Daily Dose. Welcome back. Even if you're not a comedy nerd or Canadian, you've likely heard of The Kids in the Hall. The sketch show was big in the 90s, and I was a fan. So when the opportunity to take a class with Kevin McDonald, one of The Kids in the Hall at SAC Comedy Lab came, I leapt without quite looking and signed up for something different than what I was expecting. You know where that came from, Kids in the Hall, the name of the band? Mm-mm. The group. There were a group, uh, the comics used to uh, perform and they would look for people to write jokes for them. And there were literally kids in the hall outside of the comedy venues. And the, the comedians would step out there and they would buy jokes from the kids in the hall, like on the spot. And oh, so the kids amazing. in the hall were the kind of the. Um, mercenary suppliers of jokes to the professional <laughs> comedians right the kind of silent backers so anyways yeah. a little bit of trivia on that one but okay so you got to be with this legend of kids in the hall and uh, fantastic um and i can't say enough about sack and the classes that they have there obviously anything that you do there and i'm not just saying this because i'm sitting in front of you i'm saying <laughs> you know i've done the free class there i've talked to or i've met a number of people who've gone through um the entire thing and about half of the people i meet who do sack uh classes have no intention of being performers yeah they just want to improve themselves they want to improve their abilities to communicate with people and do other stuff so that's my ted talk on sack comedy lab and the classes (laughs) there or my commercial whichever that was but the idea was that uh it looked like it was going to be a script writing class and i had I was very early, very early on in doing to a certain degree, and I'm like, I still want to change it. I want to do more. I want to learn about this because I want to get more efficient in the stuff that I do write for the show. A lot of it's interview-based, and I'm just kind of going off of the energy and the story that the person's giving me. But there are some segments that I do that I'd like to maybe do more of. I think you have quite a bit of writing, actually, oh, in, yeah. to a certain degree, because uh, the, the whole structure of it is a written construct, right? So so I can see the connection between the two. So, so got there, and he was explaining, and this is, I, and maybe this is in a book. I was also a big fan of uh, Bruce McCullough, his uh, comedy albums. I don't think I've ever heard of Bruce McCullough. Bruce McCullough is one of the kids in the hall. I think he's the tinier guy. And I'm trying to think one of his famous characters. Of course, I can't. I'm completely blanking. But he was like the shortest one, but apparently one of the craziest ones when it came to scripting. And uh, Kevin McDonald was talking about the scripting process for their show because it started out on stage. So they would do a weekly show with sketches, but they were mainly improv. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. Yeah. So what they would do is they would go off by themselves and write, but they wouldn't necessarily write entire scenes. They would just write the premise for the scene. And so the idea was, and he used this example, Elvis is your landlord. (laughs) And that was it. That was what they were doing. And they would get on stage and, and do it. And they're doing and that. And they would just start improv That's beautiful. I love that. And if they liked it, they would keep it. They would do it again, and they would find some beats that they really liked from it, but they would say, that's it. Those are the things that we need to hit, not script another word. I love it. And then they would do their live show at Second City, I think up in Toronto. And that was it. That's how they did it. So it's a real fusion of improv and, and sketch comedy. Yeah, yeah. Which I love that concept because I, I don't like doing scripted work because uh, the way it restricts you. But to have 
scripted work spiced in there where you know you've got some guaranteed beats and then to be able to play around the edges of that yeah that's, exactly yeah that's sexy i like that uh so it was pretty amazing just to learn that so it was worth it just to do that part uh but then he was having us go up and do that so we would go through the process in little groups and of course you know this is the first time there were a couple of groups there that i think knew each other mm -hmm. or had some background in working with each other either through sac or something else that they were doing but the group that i was thrown in with was never met never had done a lot of improv before so it was a little bit tougher to just try to do that and again not expecting that at all yeah, yeah. the connection is tougher but the diversity of thought is so delicious oh, when great. you don't know each other as yeah. well and okay so so this whole concept of um, acting your way into your writing right because this is a pretty pretty frequent uh, approach to sketch writing at least from I'm surrounded by improvisers, all right? Sure. So, so it's their approach very often because we get on stage, we do something hilarious, and you're like, oh, write that down. That was good. We can duplicate that, right? Um, but th there is that whole concept of saying, rather than sitting there and staring at a blank sheet of paper, you get up and do something, take some notes from that. I think it's a, it's a good way to actually hone your skills. Have you used it since then? I have, yeah, because I am a... Um, and you'll notice this if you listen to earlier episodes of To a Certain Degree... I will read completely the script that I've written oh. because I think it's genius when I write it down. I can write dialogue <laughs> all day. I can't write plot, but I could write dialogue. But you can deliver dialogue too, though. Uh, I've I, gotten better at it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you t it takes practice and you have to keep doing it and 10,000 hours and all that stuff, right I think. 10,000, 6,000, some thousand hours. For me, it's 8,400, yeah. 8,400 hours. Um, but yeah, so I think I've gotten better at it and I've tried a couple of times where instead of like having an entire script for bad business ideas, for example. I'll just have the beats that I want to hit. Mm -hmm. Here's the name, here's the type of intro that I want to do, and so on. I think your flow has gotten much stronger too, and that's the thing. Once you once you see your key points, that's actually how I speak in front of audiences. I have My slides are actually my, my key points. Yeah. And there are three words that will lead into a 250 word story or you know it's but th those are the beats and I, I appreciate that structure but I like to have the freedom around that structure to just mess around that is right my friends never underestimate the power and the joy of just messing around filling in the blanks ad-libbing there's something so fun and cool about the freedom that comes with making stuff up I realize this makes me sound like I'm starting a cult for pathological liars, but my point is, making stuff up is what we all did as kids, joyfully and frequently, for our own enjoyment and for the fun of everyone else. So let's pull that rabbit out of the hat a little more often these days and enjoy the possibilities we create. We'll catch you next time.